Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> I owe, I, sorry I wasn't here yesterday, man. Oh, I'm, you know, I owe so many people so many apologies. First of all, let me apologize for not being here yesterday. I spent the entire day trying to find a Nintendo Switch. And no luck there. They are nowhere to be. They are nowhere to be. If anyone has an extra Nintendo Switch they're not using, uh, DM me. Okay, I'll send you my address. I'd love for you to, I'd love you to, for you to, um, you know, send it to me. Anyway, listen, what a, what a busy day. First of all, I've been, has anyone else just been watching CPAC? For the past couple days, I've had it on in the background, and I keep pulling it up, and I've just been fascinated by CPAC and the list of speakers that they've had. And you know, one of the big reasons I've been watching it is because yesterday, uh, oh, you know what? Let me get back to the apologies before I get it. Let me let me keep everything in in some kind of order. I got yelled at the other day for being unprofessional, and it's it, it's true. I'm not very professional. I'd like to. I mean, I, I'm. I, if you're joining me for the first time today, just know this. Just know this. I am not. A professional person. <laughs> this is this is an unpolished uh, show. This is just me sitting in my room all alone. I try to work all the aspects. But the other day, I had a really horrible time. I had an awful time with the streaming software. I had an awful time with my audio clips. I didn't load up my video uh, beforehand. Uh, I, I lost the phone number, Chiron. You're a little. In fact, I had to make a brand new one. Let me go ahead. And uh, let me go ahead and throw that up for you now. Look, this is brand new. I had to make this whole new one, uh, which is actually good. Because it was actually a good reason, good thing that I lost my old one because I, I definitely needed to update it anyway. Uh, so, so the other day I, I had this horrible day, and I spent half of the half of the broadcast, half of the podcast, just complaining about these things and trying to to do things on the fly. And I got a really, I got a really angry email from a woman saying, "Look, I watch you every day." And I don't have time for your unpreparedness. You're supposed to be a professional. You're supposed to be ready to go. You sit there and you and you tout that you are wild, that you are working it like Donald. W-I-L-D. You wear the shirt and everything. In fact, here. Here's, I have the shirt right here. I keep it. I keep it. I need to wash it. But yeah, you, you tell everybody you are wild and you are working it like Donald. Well, Donald Trump would not stand for that kind of disorganization. So get your get your act together. And I sat there for a minute in disbelief and I thought about it and I was like, wow, this woman is really angry and also actually 100% right. If I'm going to do this every day, I need to be somewhat somewhat professional, some semblance of professionalism. And so uh, and so I took some extra time today. I made the new logo. As you can see, it's right there. And if you'd like to call the show, we're ready. We're ready to go with the phone calls. We're ready. The lines are open, as they say. Uh, 844-436-MARK or 844-436-6275. But let's talk a little bit about tomorrow. Uh, yesterday, rather. Yesterday, I did not do a broadcast, nor did I do a podcast, and there's a couple good reasons for that. Number one, I filled in for Dana Lash. Dana Lash was called to Washington to speak at CPAC on behalf of the NRA. Uh, she's a she's a national spokesperson 
for the NRA. They were talking about the Second Amendment and really all the amendments, all our rights as American citizens. And they said, we need you in Washington, D.C. And as, a, as part of her patriotic duty and as part of her duty and her, and her requirements with her agreement with the NRA, she thought, I, you know what? I need to go. I need to be there. I need to take this opportunity to speak to conservatives all over the nation about, about their, their Second Amendment rights and what they need to do to protect them. And that left a, a big gaping hole in her show, no one there to fill it. And so they asked me, would you do this so Dana can do that so that America can be great? And I thought to myself, it would be selfish of me to not do that. Uh, also, at national audience, absolutely. So I jumped at the chance. And Dana did a, did a great job. If you missed it, here's a, here's a clip of her speech live from CPAC yesterday. This is one of my favorite quotes. We have the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals case that's going to be making its way towards the Supreme Court. We have midterms coming up. It still isn't. We always have to protect our natural rights. And I say this to you guys all the time. We always have to protect our natural rights. And that's what this whole thing is. That's what this whole show is about. That's what this podcast is about. That's why we, we get on Facebook every day and, and we talk to each other. And oh, that's why we share this broadcast. Hint, hint. If you haven't yet already shared it, now would be a great time to do so. Do your patriotic duty and share the message about protecting our rights. And she's 100% accurate. You have to protect these things every day because every day somebody's going to attack your right to do something or say something or carry a gun or pray in the way you want to or or believe in what you want to do or print what you want to do, what you want to print. Someday uh, or sometime every single day, somebody is going to attack you either to your face, like they're going to they're gonna come to you and say, you have no right to say that. And you're going to be like, yeah, I totally do. Look at the Constitution. Uh, or in the background somewhere, some politician with an agenda or some uh, big corporation with, a, with a, a, a desire to make even more money and manipulate the system. Somebody, some lawyer somewhere that you've never met, you don't care about, but who sees a, a wealth of power and influence and money in overturning your right to A, B, C, or D is out there fighting against you right now and you have no idea because you're busy, you know, you got stuff to do. You're probably like me. You're out there busy trying to find yourself a Nintendo Switch. Ain't nobody got time to go fight for their rights. We got Nintendo Switches to find. Uh, by the way, they're, they're impossible, so don't even... You're wasting, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. Uh, so anyway, so, that, so that's what I was doing yesterday. Now, the Dana show started at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And she's in Dallas, Texas, so it's like noon central. But 1 p.m. Eastern time. My show usually starts at 12 noon-ish. Okay, let's not hold. Again, I'm not a professional. This is like... This is not my, so uh, I had, I had my morning show uh, here in Jacksonville, Florida till 10. I rushed home. I was actually watching CPAC, watching Dana's speech on CPAC. Then I had to prepare for the show. I, I swear to God, I tried to get on here and this is where I need to apologize for, this is my second apology today. It's my second. I owe Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook a big apology because I tried to get on here yesterday. And I know you, you uh, there a lot of you watch this show every day and you count on it and you've seen the problems we've had. You've seen the issues with freezing and the audio dropping, and you've seen the issues with the signal just disappearing. You've seen the upload not being there. You've gone back to try to watch this and Facebook says, oh, it's still streaming or, oh, we don't think that ever existed. And we've, and I've sat on here and yelled and railed against Mark Zuckerberg and the Facebook community and said, why do I even use this? I'm switching to YouTube. This is ridiculous. They're suppressing my free speech. The algorithm does not like this show and does not want you to see it and blah, blah, bliggity blah. 
All right, well, it turns out that may not 100% be the case. <laughs> that, that may be fake news. Uh, as as the as as the term's been known, you are fake news. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yesterday, what happened during the Dana show in the last hour? I was because uh, I broadcast the Dana show from right here. You know, this is a full. I know it just it looks like I'm in a barn or someplace, but rest assured, you can't see the other stuff that's going on. But there is a full production, a radio station capability right here in my house, and so I'm broadcasting the Dana show, and we get dropped. Boom, just like that. And the guy's on the other end going, can you hear me? I can't hear you. And I go, I can hear you. Can you hear me? He goes, no, we dropped. And he had to put on some best of segment for like a minute. So I got really, I got really paranoid. I got really offended. I called the cable company because I have high speed. So I thought uh, cable internet. Well, it turns out that my cable internet is not so high speed. That too is fake news. You are fake news. In fact, the guy on the phone is sitting there going, I'm going to run a test on your line. I said, whatever you got to do. And he runs a test and he goes, man, whoa. And I'm like, well, that, that (laughs) that doesn't sound good. What's wrong? And he goes, you, sir, have weak downward signal strength. And I thought to myself, oh my God, that's, that's horrible. Is there, can you give me, is there like a pill I can take for that? Or, you know, can I do some exercises? Should I, you know, should I not, not you know, uh, touch myself? So like, what, how do you fix, how do you fix weak downward signal strength? Uh, he, and he was like, man, this is weaker than I've ever seen. I was like, oh my God, well, d- d- get me some treatment. How, like I, I felt less masculine. I don't want any, as a man, you know, those are your two biggest fears, erectile dysfunction and weak downward signal strength. So, so, which is not the same thing I came, I came to learn, but uh, so they're going to send somebody out from the cable company, but it's the cable company. So Facebook doesn't suck. My cable company sucks. And for that, I, I owe a Mark Zuckerberg, a big apology. Uh, because I mean, I still feel like he's trying to suppress the freedom of, uh, of speech in some aspects, but whatever, but at least not on this channel. So, so we're good, man. We're cool, brah. Mark Zuckerberg, if you're watching. Thanks, man. Thanks for having my back. Um, if we do drop out or if we do get sticky uh, today, it's because I still suffer from weak downward signal strength, but they're coming this week and they're coming on Sunday. That was the other thing. <laughs> that was the other thing. The guy, that was the other thing. The guy calls uh, and says, hey, can you come? Uh, do you have, I said, I can send somebody on Friday. He goes, do you have an opening on Friday? I said, well, what time Friday? And he said, uh, between 5 and 8 p.m. And I was like, dude, Look, I'm a loser, but I'm not that big a loser that I got nothing better to do on Friday night than sit around waiting for the cable guy. Um, so he's coming on su- he's coming on Sunday, and on Sunday he'll be here to fix the line. It's a- apparently it's not even like here; it's it, like in the neighborhood. Some maybe the hurricane that we had last last season, or, or one of the rainstorms uh, knocked a wire loose. But if you have any problems today, rest assured we are getting this thing fixed. We are solving this problem, and we will have uh, we will have no more issues. I assure you, I will, I will do, I will take care of it. We will make this podcast great again. All right. If you're watching on Facebook, please hit the share button. Please like, and comment. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, iTunes or, or Spreaker or wherever, go ahead and, and share that as well. Just take a minute to, to tap the button and share it. And if you're watching on YouTube, hi, keep watching. Cause in just a minute, I'm going to, we are going to play a ton of clips from Donald Trump's appearance at CPAC. He just earlier today spoke at CPAC. He had a 30-minute window to speak at CPAC, which of course means he spoke for an hour and 10 minutes. But that's the Donald Trump way. That's the Donald Trump way. He's making CPAC great again. Uh, I'll play you some of the highlights. We'll go into those. We'll analyze them. Also, Donald Trump is being attacked by witches. 
He's being attacked by witches. I kid you not. This is not something that I could even have written or thought of or imagined. My, I, am, I have some crazy dreams. I come up with some weird scenarios in my head. When I'm, we you know, the, the idle mind, devil's playground, all that. That's why, that's why I have no hair because I come up with these weird scenarios. My brain's on fire. It's so hot. There's so much going on in here. So much brain activity that my head heats up. It just burned all the, uh, all the hair off. It's true. Bald people have super brain power. That's why look at all the bald, look at Lex Luthor, bald guy. Look at Dr. Xavier from the X-Men, super smart, bald. It's because their minds are so just, just potent and working furiously. It's like a furnace in there that the hair just can't take it. The follicles all, uh, they they just go up in flames. So we're going to talk about the witches that are attacking Donald Trump. That's happening tonight too. That's happening tonight, which is another reason I couldn't have the cable guy come. Uh, and then something else that's exciting that we launched yesterday, which we didn't get a chance to talk about, is uh, is a brand new website. One thing that I've, I've learned from this podcast and from being on Facebook with you fine people and watching CPAC is that there are a ton of people who would who would be considered deplorable. There's a ton of people who, who are proud of the fact that they are deplorable. And they're one of those people that Hillary Clinton said, hey, you know what? You all do belong in a basket. You are half the country. Remember, she said belongs in a basket of deplorables. And Donald Trump even mentioned that in his speech today. But instead of, of making it a negative, people have embraced it. And they've used it not just in their uh, in their daily life. They've not just used it as a descriptor as to how they feel politically and, and you know, about America and, and their nationalism. But also they've used it in a business sense. And, and, and what's happening, I found out, is that deplorables are seeking out other deplorables. On Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, I've seen I've seen LinkedIn profiles where people list deplorable in their LinkedIn profile because they know that there's so many other people out there, and people are drawing business to business. Uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, communication or business to business relationships based on the fact that they are both deplorable. And I thought to myself, what a great idea. Let's come up with a place where deplorables can see and meet and deal with and purchase from and do business with and read about and interact with other deplorables. So I came up with a website. This is based on a a website, a very, very... um, uh, cool and unique and successful website I did for Snapchat a couple years ago. And this is called 1000 Deplorables. It's at 1000deplorables.com. We launched yesterday. Here's how it works. I can't scroll through the whole website, but see these blue boxes here, these blue squares, there's a thousand of them on the page. There's a thousand of them on the page. And I got the first one there. It says the Marcatio. And then uh, what it happens is the first one was a dollar. So I bought that one for a dollar. And each additional box is one dollar more. So two, three, four. And you can buy a box. You can put whatever image you want in there. And each box is a link to whatever you want. So for example, the, uh, oh wait, that's not it. Uh, for example, the uh, the first square there, the Marcatio, when you tap on that, it takes you to my podcast page on iTunes so that you can subscribe. Uh, we have a couple of other people who've already jumped on. In fact, we finished, we filled our first line yesterday in just like a couple of hours. It was great. Uh, over here, this guy in the middle, there's a uh, sunset. You see the ocean. That is a private investigator. And if you click on that link, it takes you to his private investigation company. These dudes in sunglasses, those are just placeholders. I'm still waiting on info from the people that, that claim those squares. And then this heart here, this is a girl that listens to the show. Her name's Ashley. She's wonderful. And she helps people with uh, vacation discounts. So if you click on that heart right there at the top, then you uh, go to her website where she'll get you a great deal and a great discount on a, on a vacation. And what we're going to do is we're going to fill the thing up. All 1,000 squares will be filled. 
Rest assured, I've done this before with other uh, with other communities, and this is going to be great. It's deplorables uh, seeking other deplorables, either just to hang out, to chat, to do business. If you're a deplorable and you have an Etsy store, you can put a link up there and other deplorables will find your Etsy store. If you're a deplorable and you wrote a book or you have a blog or you just want more Twitter followers, you buy a square, you put your picture up there, you link to it, and uh, and I'm going to keep promoting it. We're going to drive a ton of traffic to your business. So, so take a minute later today. In fact, I'll put that link up uh, in the comments. It's 1000 deplorables dot com and we got we launched it yesterday i didn't even have it because of the dana show i didn't even have a lot of time to talk about it and uh and it, it took off man it was it was phenomenal it was phenomenal i'm going to pin this comment up there so you guys can all check it out and please do and please visit those other uh those other people that are up there click on all the squares you can because all those people are deplorable just like you all right Let's get to Donald Trump, shall we? This is very exciting. Let's get to Donald Trump. Wait, uh, where's the, here it is. So Donald Trump appears at CPAC today. This is very exciting. This is very exciting. CPAC has had an amazing amount of high quality speakers. They had Bannon and, and Reince Priebus yesterday. Uh, they had Dana Lash, as we t- discussed. They've had uh, Mike Pence came in at 7.30, which by the way, I would love to have a bromance with Mike Pence, man. I, I, he's like one of my man crushes. That guy's so, so just solid and smart. And really, just, you feel confident and comfortable when he speaks. And I, you know, the, one of the best things I said this on Dana's show yesterday was one of the best things about having Donald Trump as forty-five means that that Mike Pence has a really solid shot at being forty-six. And I don't think anything would be better uh, for this country than eight years of Trump followed by eight years of Pence. That would really be. That, I mean, that that's in my personal. A humble opinion. That would be that would be awesome. Uh, but anyway, so here's what we got going on today. Donald Trump comes out on stage, and as you might, Donald Trump, as you if you've ever watched a Trump speech, you know that he is the rock star that leads with their hits. You know, some if you ever go to a concert, there's two types of concerts. Uh, they'll come out and they'll play all the songs that you don't know and their new album, whatever. Uh, and the, or really, okay. Basically, what happens is they start with a moderate hit, then they go into the concert, and then they end with their big hits. You know, Donald Trump he fires off the hits right. If he were Jimmy Buffett, man, he would get on stage playing Margaritaville. Okay, if he were, uh, I don't know who else is. I don't know any other Jimmy Buffett's. Like I think the last concert I, I went to. Uh, but anyway, so but that should give you a great idea of what I'm talking about. Um, so Donald Trump comes out and the first thing he does is he starts attacking the fake news. He starts attacking the fake news media. He starts attacking the pundits and the pollsters and the consultants. He starts attacking everybody that he knows the audience is, is distrusting of. And he continues this, this, this fake narrative or really this message about not trusting the media. Here's the first clip from today at CPAC. The pundits didn't think we'd win. The consultants that suck up all that money, oh, they suck it up. They're so good. <laughs> by the way, by the way, that is my uh, Donald Trump has a lot of great clips. That clip, oh, they suck it up. They're so good. That is my new. That's my next T-shirt, number one, and that is also my new favorite Donald Trump clip. Oh, they suck it up. They're so good. Oh yeah, they. <laughs> this is. I love. I love these speeches and I'm not, look, I'm not making any political statements. I'm not saying I love the content or the message. I love the entertainment value. That's what is missing. That's what is, you need good entertainment value. You need entertainment value from all these people. And, uh, and the more entertainment value you get, the better it is because, you know, people will listen to a message. 
people will listen to the message if you uh, if you're entertaining. So that was the first part. Then he goes into this. Oh, they suck it up. They're so good. Oh, sorry. I just, <laughs> I just I, that was that was totally inconsequential, folks. That was not that was not planned. All right. So here's the next one. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. It's fake, phony, fake, fake, phony, fake. We are fighting the fake news. I mean, we've heard that before. We know it. It's a it's a hit. It's one of his biggest hits. And for the most part, a lot of it is true. The dishonest media did not explain that I called the fake news the enemy of the people. The fake news. Okay, this is a point that we should really drive home because in reporting Donald Trump's war on the media, the media has actually proven his point that they don't necessarily have the best interests of the people at heart and that they are creating problems and scenarios that don't exist, and they're misrepresenting and misreporting. Listen to what Donald Trump said again. The dishonest media did not explain that I called the fake news the enemy of the people. The fake news. He called the fake news the enemy of the people, not the news. But all we heard for a long time afterward was how Donald Trump declares war on the media. And this is clarification on his part, which, and you know, I went back to look at, I have the tweet right here. Here's the tweet. Donald J. Trump on February 17th, 4.48 PM, the fake news media. And then he goes on to list some, the failing New York times, NBC news, ABC, CBS, CNN is not my enemy. It is the enemy of the American people. But he does clearly say he points out one, two, three, four, five outlets in particular, but he does write the fake news news media. Not all the news media, not every single reporter who went on Twitter and started talking about how great they were. Not everybody, not every reporter and news agency and meteorologist and sports hero who started talking about how they, they should, you know, there's a, there's a lot of solid reporting out there. There's a lot of great media out there. I, and here's the thing that, you know, I'd like to point out at any of the radio stations that you hear me on when I fill in for Herman Cain. Okay. WSB in Atlanta, phenomenal uh, radio station, probably Probably one of the best in the country, if not the best in the country. WOKV in Jacksonville. Again, the same thing. WDBO in Orlando. Phenomenal. Joe Kelly, who does the morning news there. Great guy. Love him to death. Uh, in fact, a lot of my friends, I just found out a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, a guy named Kevin Rafuse, is moving to WDBO in Orlando to be a news anchor. And um, and he's he's one of the best people I've ever worked with. And, you know, uh, Kevin, if you're watching, you go get him. Um, and then, uh, and then, you know, with the KRMG in Tulsa, WHIO in Ohio, these are great news stations and the reporters go in there every day and they report the news without bias and they report the news without creating any kind of undue, uh, undue conflict. They just get in there and say, here's the story. You make up your own fricking minds. Then you have people like Herman Cain and Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity and, 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 you know, the other uh, Dana Lash, then they come on and they say, okay, you heard all the news. Now we're going to spit it for you this way. And that's fine because they're talk show hosts. Keep in mind, I'm not even, I don't even consider myself. Uh, I could definitely don't consider myself any kind of news anchor, any kind of reporter, any kind of journalist. I don't want you to think I have any of these notions that please don't ever call me any of those things. I've been called, you know, don't call me a journalist for, for the love of God. If you look at my Facebook page, in fact, if you scroll up to the top, it clearly says Mark K entertainer, because that's what I do. I, we come out here, we talk about what's going on in politics. We talk about what's going on in the news, but my number one goal is to be an entertainer. And, and I never lose sight of that. And I don't pretend to be anything else. And I think that's the problem that these news agencies pretend to be something that they shouldn't be, that they aren't or more importantly, that they shouldn't be. 
And we have proof of that. If you heard me on the Dana show, we talked about this for a good hour. We talked about this for a good hour, but listen to that. The, uh, uh, the other day on Sean Hannity, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, James O'Keefe from Project Veritas announced that within the next 48 hours, he was going to release tapes recorded from inside a major news agency. Tapes that proved without a shadow of a doubt that there was bias, political bias, and there was uh, underlying uh, motivation and agendas. Basically, that the news is fake is what he was alluding at. And he released yesterday this video on YouTube, which I didn't get a chance to play because, again, you know, Cable company. Uh, but <laughs> oh, they suck it up. They're so good. They so Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so he came out with this YouTube video. And let me play you some of the clips from James O'Keefe. Here he is introducing uh, what, he, what he's about to offer up. This month, we had someone come forward and offer us more than 200 hours of tapes secretly recorded at CNN's Atlanta headquarters. Oh, okay, so 200 tapes, by the way. I made it, I made it, uh, I, I, I may have undercut it. It was 200 hours of tapes that were recorded at CNN's Atlanta headquarters, or as we like to call it, the Death Star. It is, wait, that's not, the, that's not the Death Star music. Wait, hold on, wait a minute. I, I pulled the wrong, uh, where's the Imperial March? Oh, there it is. All right. So they're they're trouncing around in CNN, and they've got all of these people, and they're like, What are we going to spin today? Well, my lord, uh, we have some polling information that's old and outdated, but we could, we could run it as a new poll, my lord. Carry on. I mean, that's kind of what's going on at CNN, and we have information from that. Uh, in fact, these tapes that they play, listen to this. This is... This is, uh, this is James O'Keefe again describing what's happening. Now, the tapes are from 2009, more than a few years ago. Okay, that's kind of a buzzkill. But as they say, past is prologue. Yeah, basically what he's saying is from 2009, which was like, you know, a decade ago, uh, these tapes were recorded. But the same thing holds true. And the fact of the matter is, what happened then is happening now because, get this, the people that were recorded in 2009 didn't get fired. They didn't go, you know, they didn't get demoted. They all got promoted. And there's this one guy, Griffiths, who's now the vice president of like news and editorial something or other. Uh, but listen to this. This is him discussing. This is fascinating. If you don't listen to anything else I say, listen to this, which technically isn't even something I'm saying because I'm playing a clip of someone else saying something. But it's important. You, you This gets to the real heart of it. This was the juiciest tidbit that they had yesterday. This is, uh, this is Griffiths from CNN. And he is talking to a room full of reporters about what it means to be a journalist. If we are journalists, what is our role as a journalist? What is the fundamental role as a journalist for us to do? Tell stories. Tell, tell stories. Tell what's going on. There's a secondary corollary to that, right? Aid the affliction and afflict the comfortable. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, what's the secondary corollary? We're supposed to be journalists, but then we're supposed to aid the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. I don't, I, I, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Hashtag WTF, as the kids say, aid the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. All right, I'm with you on the aid the afflicted. I'll give you that. If you want to use your powers, use your powers for good. Phenomenal job, phenomenal idea. Use your powers for good. I started my own charity, Case Kids, a while back, uh, and we buy iPads for kids in the hospital who are suffering from uh, cancer and other debilitating, deadly diseases that require them to have treatment. And I, you know, got on the radio, said, hey, send a bunch of money. We got a bunch of money. We bought a bunch of iPads. We do it every year. We do it because we have this power 
and we want to use it for good. And I feel like, okay, if you're a journalist and you see a wrongdoing or something, someone doing something that's, 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 uh, that's bad for people who are afflicted, then go out and use your investigative skills and your journalism and your audience and your reach and your God-given ability and creativity. Use that for good. Aid the afflicted. But then, but then what, <laughs> what, what's this whole, what's this whole afflict the comfortable? I don't, let, let me, I'll make sure that we heard that all correctly. If we are journalists, what is our role as a journalist? What is the fundamental role as a journalist for us to do? Tell a tell, story. Tell, tell, tell what's going on. All right, we're with There's you. There's a secondary corollary to that, okay. right? Aid the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. I don't know of any journalism teacher, and God, I hope it's not happening. But if it is, if anyone is there, if you if you can, if you're in a journalism class or if you're a journalism teacher, please give me a call eight four 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 three six mark. The phone line is open eight four 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 three six six two seven five. You can call now and we can discuss it. Has anyone ever taken a journalism class where the instructor told you that part of your job as a journalist is to afflict anybody? afflict cause pain or anguish or to ruin someone's reputation i mean is that i know that's something that the press often does maybe in aiding the afflicted but is your job to go out there and to afflict the comfortable are you just supposed to attack people who have been successful and who are rich and who have power who have who have built up either uh as, as you know because of their way they were born or because of their hard work or for whatever reason are you supposed to just go out there and start it i mean Anytime you start with, hey, what do you do? I'm a journalist. Oh, so you tell you write stories? No, I go out there and I afflict comfortable people. I mean, does that not sound like the evil empire? Today, we will afflict the comfortable. Ready the stormtroopers. I mean, journalists. I mean, this is like, this, this, is, this is actually happening. This is actually happening at CNN, or at least it was to, in 2009. The only thing is, this guy, Griffiths, is still there, and he's in a much bigger position of power. So when Donald Trump says uh, you know, the fake news is out there, and, they're, and they're, they're, they have an agenda, and they're leaving out important words, and they're not necessarily telling the story. The dishonest media did not explain that I called the fake news the enemy of the people. The fake news. Yeah, they're leaving out that word fake because they are trying to afflict the comfortable. And the comfortable is Donald Trump. Here's another clip. Somebody said, a poll came out. And I say, what network is it? And they'll say... A certain, uh, let's not even mention names, right? Sure. Yeah. But then, of course, five seconds later, he mentions the name. The Clinton News Network is one. <laughs> totally. And he may, and it's funny he should bring up polls. I don't know if he watched the uh, Project Veritas tapes or listened to any of this audio. I don't know if he's just going based on his, his own experiences, but there's something to it because let me, now, you know what? I, I wasn't going to play this clip, but I'm going to play it now. Uh, there's some, I'm going to play this clip. This is a clip I played yesterday and it's also from the CNN tapes and it's about, this is an intern and she's discussing polling data on, now remember it's 2009. So this is polling data on Sonia Sotomayor, who, uh, Barack Obama appointed to the Supreme court, Supreme court justice, Sonia Sotomayor. And while I guess she was going through the hearings or while people were trying to get to know her, they were, they were do, reporting all these stories and they had poll numbers. And here's an intern baffled about a CNN poll that is old and outdated and still being used as up-to-date information. Listen carefully. I asked um, someone in D.C. that does the poll results about why we hadn't updated it. I said that there are a few newer polls from 
last week from the week before, there's a CBS News poll and a Rasmussen poll. And he said, we don't use Rasmussen. And I said, um, are we with CNN going to do another poll if we're only using that? And he said, we're not going to be doing another poll. Those are the results we'll be using. So I don't see how that's reporting all sides because that poll said hold for release until Friday the 10th. So basically what this intern is doing, and this is all caught on the tapes that Project Veritas got from uh, inside the CNN uh, newsroom at uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. And this this intern is like, look, I went, I called Washington and I said, this poll's really old and there's newer polls with different information. And should we still be reporting? And they were like, we're not doing any new polls. That's the information we're going with. Yeah. Paul Steinhauser literally runs CNN these days. So I think he was like the Washington political correspondent, or now he's like the vice president of all things political or whatever. But she's talking to him. He's like the bigwig. She's basically calling the big, think about your boss and then, then go up like three steps. That's who she's talking to. And he's like, just leave it alone. We're not running any new polls. We're just running that old inform- information. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I think, yeah, I think it's dishonest to use outdated information. I think it's dishonest to use outdated information, but go ahead, go ahead and uh, go ahead and do it anyway. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me stop that clip. Oh, here we go. Wait, now it's, oh, resume all. Here we go. The Clinton News Network is one. (laughs) Sorry, that was again, another Freudian, another, another Freudian slip. I don't know. (laughs) The Clinton News Network is one. Oh, they suck it up. They're so good. I should mix those two clips together because that's really, anyway, uh, so that's that. And then Donald Trump, you know, he gets on there and and after he bashes the news media, because you go with, if it bleeds, it leads. And his attack on fake news and the fake news attacks on him, he knows that's a crowd pleaser. And it really uh, uh, pleased the crowd at CPAC. And I should mention, Another really important thing about this is that when you when you look at everything that's happening and you look at the election of Donald Trump and the election of uh, a conservative Congress and the election of conservative senators and all these governorships. And it, when you look at the the uh, the switch in this country that happened, not the Nintendo switch, by the way, if anyone has a lead on one of those, call me. Uh but but when you look at what's going on in this country, you start to see that that it's all about rights and the NRA as Dana Lash mentioned, sent her to, to Washington, D.C. To, to say, look, it's important that we fight every day for our rights. We have the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals case that's going to be making its way towards the Supreme Court. We have midterms coming up. It still isn't. We always have to protect our natural rights. And that's a, something that Donald Trump is discussing as well. The first, I mean, she's talking about the Second Amendment, but all rights, especially the First Amendment, which is, as we know, Donald Trump's favorite. And I love the First Amendment. Nobody know, loves it better than me. Nobody. I mean, who uses it more than I do? And that is something that we fall short of. It, everybody needs to remember that your elected officials, your uh, presidents and vice presidents, your Congress people, your senators, even your reporters, everyone is a is is a, 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 a citizen of the United States of America. Okay, except Milo Yiannopoulos, he's not. But everyone here that is a citizen of the United States of America is is granted the same rights. You have the right to free speech. As protected by the First Amendment, you have the right to free press, you have the right to freedom of religion, and then the Second Amendment, you have the right to bear arms. All these rights, I'm not going to go through all of them, but there's a ton of them, and they're all very important. And everybody has them. And Donald Trump has the right 
to get up at CPAC and call out the press. He has the right to go on Twitter and call these people fake organizations. He has the right to voice his opinion because he, like me, like you, like the media, like everybody else in this country, has freedom of speech. The First Amendment gives all of us, it gives it to me, it gives it to you, it gives it to all Americans, the right to speak our minds freely. It gives you the right and me the right to criticize fake news and criticize it strongly. And that is something that is is so important in this day and age. We talk about, you know, the citizen journalist, the, uh, what's his name? James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. He wrapped up his video after he played these clips. He said, look, we have 200 hours. We have 200 hours that we cannot get through all alone. We have 200 hours that we have to, we don't have the manpower. We can't sit and listen and find all the juicy tidbits, the incriminating evidence. We can't transcribe all this stuff. We're just, it's like he's got a, a small staff. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a euphemism, by the way. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a weak downward, uh, what is it, uh, speed uh, problem. Uh, but anyway, he's got a small staff. So he's asking people to go out there and help. And then he's offering a reward. Uh, as Drudge called it, he said, Drudge Report said that James O'Keefe put a bounty on the media, which is exactly what he did. He went out there and he said $10,000 for anybody that can legally provide information, recordings, uh, documents, memos, anything at all of the media's bias, of the media's fraudulent behavior, the fake media, the fake news. Prove to us that these organizations uh, are not living up to their claims that there it's false advertising and that it is truly fake news. And he's what better way to get people out there and battling on your behalf than to offer them cash. The media does it. I don't know if you know this, but journalisms and journalisms. <laughs> Listen to me. I need any more coffee. Hang on one second. Those journalisms out there. No, journalists and media organizations have money to pay sources. They have a budget for whistleblowers. They have a budget to uh, go out and woo people. All of these protest organizations, they have budgets to go buy homeless people steak dinners and motel rooms for a shower so they can go out and beat up Donald Trump supporters. Everybody has money behind them, and that's where the power comes from. And they can, it, 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 Gloria Allred, you know, you think all of those victims that came forward, you don't think some of them weren't looking for a quick payday? If you have somebody desperate, and they uh, are willing to to spread a falsehood for cash, and you've got the cash. You're you're pretty likely to to you know think twice about whether or not this is a credible situation. Anyway, so that's what James O'Keefe is doing. If you're interested and you've got some information, go to ProjectVeritas.com. Uh, make yourself a cool ten grand. And then after Donald Trump led with the new, he did get into. He did get into, you know, what he's doing as president, what he's going to do as president, all that stuff. And of course, he led with the thing that everybody loves. We've taken swift and strong action to secure the southern border of the United States and to begin the construction of a great, great border wall. And that, you know, and that that's his free bird right there, right? That's his free bird. That's his uh, that's his sweet home, Alabama. He's Leonard Skinner and he's firing up sweet home, Alabama, build the wall. And that's that. All right. Everyone was thrilled. Everyone was thrilled at CPAC. However, elsewhere in the world, people are not thrilled with Donald Trump and he's getting attacked by a very weird group of people. We're going to talk about that next. But first, uh, first, let's you know what? Let's take a quick break. I want to take a phone call because we have somebody who's uh, been on the line for a while now. 844-436-MARK is the number, by the way. 844-436-6275. I don't have a name or anything else here, but hi, who's this? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? 
Hello? Hi, what's your name? Hey, it's Christine from Pennsylvania. Hi, Christine from Pennsylvania. Thanks so much for calling the show. How you doing? Hey, Mark. You know, I had to call you because Facebook doesn't seem to want us to be friends. I oh. never get your post unless I look you up personally. Oh, no. did you? And you click the notify button on yeah. the end of the... Oh, wow. That is a that is a bummer. All right. Well, I'm sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what hey, d- not your fault. They just... They know better. They know they don't want us to be friends. Um, <laughs> I want to be your friend. You know, one of the things that... <laughs> one of the things that really just kind of has me baffled about the whole media thing yeah. is when you go back to people like Billy Mays and you look at the infomercials that man has had, you know, did the power that he had in his sales ability. And then you look at the media, they're the same thing. They're not journalists. A journalist is I turn on my local news and it says, Hey, there was a fire in this town and here's what happened. You don't weigh in on a personal opinion of the fire. Yeah. You don't say, well, I believe Sally Joe that lived there started the fire and burnt the house down. Right. But that's what you see when it comes to this media. And so it really is nothing more than an infomercial. It's not news. It's not media. Yeah. Look, I they, mean, they could be pimping any product they choose. And you know what? And you and you have you bring up a good point, Christine. Although there's one thing that I really have to take umbrage with, and you may and you don't know this about me, but I am a huge fan of Billy Mays. And when he died, yeah. I drove to Miami. There was a there was a reality show that was trying to find the replacement for Billy Mays, and you had to you had to show up and you had you had sixty seconds to pitch a product. And I went down to Miami uh, on my own dime, and I went in there and I pitched a product. It was a salt uh, shaker, an ele- electric salt shaker or whatever, and I killed it. I did a great job, and I I guarantee I would have gotten the gig. However, they uh, ran out of funding and they never did the show, but I'm a huge fan of Billy Mays. The difference, I think, between Billy Mays and the media is that when Billy Mays said something about his product, it typically did what he said. He was big at something called the demonstrable, not the deplorable. That's totally different. The demonstrable. And if you ever watched, he had a, he had a reality show called Pitchmen, And he talked about whenever a new product came, he wanted a demonstrable, which meant that his whole thing was, look, I'm going to tell you why this product's great, but I'm going to show you even more why it's great. And OxyClean, mm-hmm. you, you remember with OxyClean, he'd pour it into the big vat of, of, of red blood looking crap and he'd spin it around with his hand and it became white. And the, then there was that gel that you step on. And what did he do? He wrapped his hand in that gel and they drove over his hand with a car. And he did that to prove this product actually works. He had the hammer. He was smashing bricks. Right. That was his big thing. The difference with the media is they'll find a shiny product, like let's say, I don't know, Hillary Clinton, and they'll put her up there and they'll say, she's great for this reason. She's great for that reason. She's great for this reason. But there's no demonstrable. There's no way that they can point to anything that she did and prove it. And that's why in the end, uh, it didn't work out for them. But, you know, you're, you're right. It's, it's entertainment value comes first, and they are trying to sell some kind of a product or some kind of agenda. Well, I think that they've done it so long that the American people don't even remember what a journalist even is anymore. Yeah. Because clearly, I mean, they just literally, there's not a time you can turn on any of the media, for the most part, listen to what they're saying, and hear a complete non-biased story come out of their mouth. You know, there the, is an agenda. Yeah, the uh, the it's a, it's the whole a product of pitching to the people, and it's a question: Do you buy the product or don't you? No, Christine, and Christine, you bring up a great point. You really do. And listen, I appreciate you calling. I appreciate you listening and watching too. And and keep trying to be my friend. We'll get it to work definitely. Hey, I've been for a couple months now. It's okay. I'll keep hunting you down. Oh right, yeah, keep. <laughs> 
keep on me down. And that, I mean, that's it. Christine brings up a great point. And one of the things that really, I mean, here's what people need to watch. We're really focused on the CNNs and the ABCs, and that's all well and good. But what we really need to watch, what's really, and I think people are behind the times, and I think even Donald Trump is is behind the curve on this, is you need to watch out for the social media networks because they've already started Twitter has already started banning people. Milo Yiannopoulos was banned last July. They've banned a ton of other conservative uh, conservative media outlets and reporters. Uh, YouTube does the same thing. YouTube does something called demonetizing videos. If you ever notice, a video plays an ad beforehand in YouTube, or there'll be ads on the side of the video. If YouTube doesn't like your video or deems it to be inappropriate or politically... I don't know, on the wrong side of the aisle, they will demonetize your video and the video will stay up, but the creator will not get paid for it. Those ads will not run. There will be no compensation. And what happens if you're a creator who's trying to make money on YouTube and they're making, they're looking, they're saying, look, if you make any more ISIS freaking videos, we're not going to make any money for it. You're not going to have any money coming in. You're not going to make any more ISIS videos. You're going to start, uh, you know, sticking to the soft topics that are going to get you some cash. And the, the problem with the social media networks clamping down on freedom of speech is that that's where citizen journalism, unbiased reporting really comes in. That's where people who are live on the ground and can pull up their cell phone. You know, what was the thing? Remember when the, when, was it Sully? Uh, remember the, the Sully thing in New York City, JFK, or I'm sorry, uh, LaGuardia, the plane at the land in the Hudson River? That was broken. That was one of the first citizen journalist stories to go viral. Twitter erupted. Instagram erupted. Facebook. Everybody knew what was happening. We watched it all live because of the citizen journalists. And it was one of the first instances where, where Twitter and Instagram broke a story and became legitimate sources for news. The problem now is they're becoming biased as well. And that's the real danger. Because CNN, we can't walk into CNN, grab a camera and start broadcasting. It's a private company. It's a private company. What we need to do is protect the ability of, our, of, of you know, me and you and whoever else to do what kind of show we want to do, to show what kind of images and videos we want to show, when we want to show them, to whomever we want to show them. And that's why I think the next thing we should really focus on is keeping the social media networks on the straight and narrow. Great call, by the way. Uh, 844-436-MARK. Okay, let's talk about this attack that's happening tonight on Donald Trump. If you haven't yet shared this broadcast, by the way, please take a minute and share because this is the nitty gritty. I know I've been like blabbing on. It's like been like 48 minutes. I get it. But here's the thing. I skipped the show yesterday. I'm, I'm making up for lost time. Uh, so here's what's happening tonight. And this, I couldn't believe when I saw this. I tried to get this woman on the show. I saw a woman. Her name is Kitty Lemieux. May not be her real name. May not Maybe like a maybe like a pseudonym, <laughs> and she tweeted out a a flyer that got liked and retweeted like twenty thousand times. So of course I clicked on it, and this is what it said: "Witches, we need you." And then there's a picture of a witch, and then you know with a very stereotypical photo of a witch. By the way, if I were a witch, I would be offended. I would be offended by these stereotypes that are being being perpetrated: the crystal ball, the 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 bats, or whatever that is. Uh, there there's an owl a cloak. Anyway, this is a very, anyway, uh, then it says a spell to bind Donald Trump and all those who abet him. When it's an, oh, it's a mass ritual, by the way, when February 24th, 2017. And then it says midnight Friday evening. Now here's, I don't know. I don't know who wrote this, but if it's February 24th, which is today, and then it says midnight Friday evening, that's actually technically February the 25th, because once midnight Friday happens, 
you're looking at Saturday. So again, they're witches. Maybe they have some kind of different clock, but February 24th, 2017, midnight Friday evening. It's two different times. It could be, it could, I'd hate for a witch to, to miss the mass ritual binding spell because they got, because they're like, wait, what? I thought it was, I thought it was Friday. You said, but it's Saturday. Anyway. So this is happening tonight, and apparently witches all over the country will get together in a mass ritual, and they will cast a binding spell on Donald Trump. That's creepy witch music. When I googled witch music, this is what I got. By the way, if you listen carefully, they start by saying Isis. Anyway, so anyway, this is this is this is actual real live witches chanting. So if you're not into that, then uh, you know I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. You're not going to go to hell or anything. But these witches are planning a mass uh, ritual, a binding spell. They're going to cast a binding spell on Donald Trump tonight at midnight. And I know what you're thinking to yourself: What the hell is a binding spell? Well, luckily, I googled it, and here's what I found out: a magical binding spell is simply a spell or working that restrains someone metaphysically, uh, preventing them from doing something. It is often used to keep the individual from causing harm to themselves or to others. So basically, all right, I got to turn that down. That's way too creepy. So basically, these witches all over the country are going to get together tonight, and they're going to create this mass spell. They're all going to cast a binding spell, which will metaphysically keep Donald Trump from getting his agenda done. They're going to cast a spell that will keep Donald Trump from accomplishing all the goals that he set out to accomplish in his uh, in his many campaign speeches. They are going to try to metaphysically freeze Donald Trump and and basically render him powerless. And I'm thinking to myself, we don't need witches for that. We've got Congress. <laughs> that's, that's basically... We've got a, we've got Congress rendering doing nothing. Where are those term limits, folks? Anyway, this has been fun. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for calling in and talking. Don't forget, get your square. I got it. We have a ton more deplorables that signed up to get on uh, 1000deplorables.com. Go there and get on this board. Get your link up there. And if you don't want your link up there, go there and visit all these other deplorables because you're going to find some amazing stuff. You're going to find some really amazing stuff. I'll be back Monday. Have a great... Oh, Monday's going to be great because hopefully I'll have that uh, I'll have that cable problem. Uh, they're going to come in. They're going to come in on Sunday and the guy's going to, you know, uh, he's going to treat... He's going to give me a shot or something and I will no longer suffer, suffer from weak downward signal strength uh, because I'll be honest with you, it's ruining, you know, it's ruining every aspect of my... I can't... I, my love life is is shot to hell. Have a, I love you guys. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.